0: Hello? Testing one, two, three. Hello? Come in. If you can hear me, come in. Unit one to unit five, come in. Unit one to unit 12, come in. Hmm. Must be a shift change. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? This is your boy Rico Amor Monroe, and welcome back to Ram Commentary. Um, Happy Black History Month. For those of you who do not know, one of my favorite subjects in both high school and college was actually history, um, African American history at that. Um, You know, I love learning new things about, you know, different people and Of course, we all know the story about Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Thurgood Marshall, Malcolm X, and you know so on and so forth. But we don't know a lot about some of the other people in history that that have changed um, the world as we know it. And um, here with me today is my friend. I've known him for many years um his name is 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 troy angles, so i'm gonna have him come on in and it's his first time so y'all y'all fear him out now fear him out come on in come on in
1: oh god <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: hey so that that's 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 all I get that's yeah hey okay what's, hey.
1: what's good <laughs> that I'm was black.
0: good <laughs> <laughs> all right so joining me is troy and we are going to um talk about a few unsung heroes, heroes. in a way right? hey that was that, that was to think. i like that see yeah. i told you that's that's how we do it that's that's how <laughs> it works um yeah so he's here with me today and Before we get into things, I want Troy to kind of introduce himself to you all and let you all know who he is and what he's about.
1: See, he didn't tell me I had to do an intro. Oh, Lord. Uh (laughs) You caught me off guard with that. Okay. Um, What do I say? Okay. So, uh, yeah. All right. My name is Troy. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a model, a photographer, creative director. Um... I'm actually a recording artist, and I'm actually putting out a single uh, later this month. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you guys want to go ahead and stream it, buy it, listen to it. It's called Pros and Cons. Um, I'm a spoken word artist. This is my first single, so I'm really excited. So I hope you guys, you know, feel inclined to listen to it.
0: I'm definitely going to listen to it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to play you the demo, because I was... Okay, we're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We'll hold you to that. Yeah, I was I actually re-recorded the demo um a while ago, uh, and I'm actually gonna go ahead and play the demo for him. So, um, but it's gonna be coming out this month, and um, that's actually what kind of sparked the idea for this episode. I was really, really, you know, I my birthday is actually this month mm-hmm. in February, the best month. <clears throat> actually, Tim Aquarius, okay. what's good?
0: You get that, cause my mom's an aquarius. Yeah, so you get
1: that. Yeah, you get that. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. The best sign. Um, okay. you know. So my birthday is actually this month. Um, so this is obviously my favorite month. Um, I'm black, so black <laughs> history. <laughs> so black history month is also one of my um my favorite months, and um that was actually where the idea came uh came from. You know, I I the I the track itself is kind of just talking about what it means, you know, for me to be, like, a black man in America or a black person in general, because there's black men and women listening to this. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like Black History Month, I, to be honest, even from the time when I was a kid, I was like, yo, like, why do we get the shortest month? Like, this is the right. only month throughout the year, the, the entire year, month. that <laughs> is 28 days. It's less than 30 days. And I was like, yo, why do we got the shortest month? So, to be quite honest... That's always bothered me, bothered me, excuse mm-hmm. me. And I felt like Black History Month should be uh celebrated a lot more than it is. Year-round, should be celebrated yeah, year-round. Year year-round, exactly. And I definitely celebrate year-round. But I feel like there are people who really... Did a lot of trailblazing. They really they did things that really changed the game for mm-hmm. us. And I feel like they're not celebrated enough. And that's why I was like,
0: yo, I think we should really talk about some of the people who don't get talked about. And, you know, that is a great point that you made. And, and you said the word trailblazer. And I can't help but think about the lovely, um, the dear queen that we lost right. a few weeks ago. Um, on January twenty eighth, the legendary Miss Sister Sisterly Tyson. Tyson Bruh, I literally like, yeah, I literally called
1: because we, I we planned this episode like beforehand, and I told, mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, yo, yo, we should do a Black History episode, da 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 da, and he was like, yo, that's dope, like that. Da- so we have literally been like researching, you know, who we're gonna talk about, what we're gonna talk about, da da da, and when I found out. I was late to the game. I don't watch the news. Yeah. I don't really be on all of that. I called him. I don't even know what time it was. And I called him and I was like, yo, Rico, guess what?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, Cicely Tyson
1: died. And he's like, yeah, I know. Like, the whole world knows. Like, I- yeah,
0: the whole world knows. And it's like, it was such a shock because, yeah, we knew. I mean, of course, she had just celebrated her um, her 96th birthday. When? Know, a month prior, it was in December. Oh, she's a sad... So, yeah, she was a sad, um, and it was or a like... Cat. No, sad, okay. We were, like, praying and, and just holding on to her because, like, she was 95, 96. So, we just always felt like, you know, Miss Tyson was going to be here. And, you know, everybody was shocked. It, it was a shock, and it's like, damn. We know she's of age, but it's like... It's still Cicely Tyson, like she's somebody who you think that'll always be there, like she's I an icon. Yeah, like, like an icon, like like yeah, people like Aretha Franklin, and is you she know, dead yet? yeah, she. Passed. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it like that, y'all. She's definitely like, and she's just somebody that you'll always think would have been. Because I think too.
1: she, you know, I think she's still alive. I feel like she's still alive because I still listen to her music. So yeah. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I okay. know she died because I I know mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson, and Ariana Grande were both at her. Um, Ooh.
0: Yeah, on this podcast, okay. we will not discuss Miss Gr- Grande. Um, don't do that. We're not. Gonna
1: don't, discuss do that. Her. don't do that. It's
0: Grande. Don't do that. We're we're not going to discuss her. on Why this not? Podcast. Because you know what? You know, let's let's not. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we're gonna talk about that at a later, at a later yeah, date. Yeah, we'll but do that. Yeah, this is this is a Miss Granda, Miss Ariana Grande, Miss Granda. You know what? Miss Grinder. This is a this is a numb. world stop. Okay, carry on.
1: Let's go. All right, so <laughs> yeah, so
0: back to Miss Cicely Tyson. It's like you know when she passed, the world stood you know at a standstill, and yeah. then a, a, a day later it was um, Oprah's birthday. But it's like, it's so crazy because... Didn't know that. A, yeah, it's so crazy because... <laughs> it is so crazy because the same week that that Miss Tyson passed...
1: Kobe, that's not what you're going to say. Okay, sorry. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to bring up Kobe. I'm no, sorry. I, and then, you know, of course, Kobe too. But it's just like the week... And uh, for me... When Kobe passed, mm. it was a real shocker, and then it's the same thing that happened with Miss Tyson. And like I was gonna say, like the same week that Miss Tyson died, she um had just released her memoir. Um, two days prior, it had Stop released. Playing. Yes, and then she was a- on good like Morning. the book. Yeah, the book. Like her her autobiography had just released. Oh People my. were posting it, saying Mm-mm-mm. that you know they were that saying that she was her. She was there um Woman Crush Wednesday. I know Viola mm. Davis had just posted her. And a few I other people Viola. had just posted her. And then a few days later, we get the news wow. that she passed. So it's like, you know, everybody was celebrating her, of course. Cause like she had, right before. Right before her passing. You know. And she had just went on Good Morning America. Like, I guess the interview aired. Two days before, Mm -hmm. because I I remember looking at the clip, because she looked so good in the clip. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions that Gail King asked her was Gail. you know Gail. yeah you know okay. Gail going to get the interviews now, okay. you know i thought it was i keep thinking robin roberts you know, i i'd be ruined for interview. her yeah i'd be ruined for her too robin interviews her. too but i don't know what it is
1: about Gail. it's, it's cuz she friends with oprah that's but we are not going to talk was, about that right now just, but that's what that's exactly what up, up, listen let me t- let me tell you something your friends that be doing it like support them
0: the for real. <laughs> like, it's like, so, no, for like, it's so if
1: y'all have, fr- like, listen, y'all have friends like Oprah and y'all just don't even know it. Support mm-hmm. them, please. You yeah. will thank me later.
0: Yeah, support them. Got to. And yeah, like I was saying, like, one of the last questions that you know, Gail had asked Miss Tyson was, you know, when that time comes, what do you want people to remember?
1: And mm-hmm. Cicely.
0: Miss Cicely Tyson said, um, you know, that she, she thanks God for, you know, the days that she's here, but, mm-hmm. you know, when it's, when it comes her time to, to move on, she says she wants people to remember that, um, she did her best. Not she that, did her best. Not that, and... being two days after her like, bro. No, it was, it was, it was like, literally. I mean, before. Yeah, Oops. yeah, and it was like, it was like, that was so wild because, mm-hmm. The way she said it, she sounded like she was at peace. Mm-hmm. And you know, at ninety six years old, you lived your life. What else could you have done? You know. So now, I mean, when I'm ninety six, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, like, like people would be would, doing a lot. You so you so silly, but like one of the things <laughs> that somebody <I> <laughs> somebody said, I forgot who said something, but There's so many people that were saying nice things about her. But somebody said. Um, you know, the light in her has returned to the light, and I guess what they're saying is the light that she had has now has now returned to the light in the skies. Mm-hmm. And then Oprah, no, 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 that was Viola Davis that said, said something that? like, she said something like, um, you know, somebody like uh, somebody of her statue never dies until the the last person who has a memory of her dies. Mm-hmm. And being that so many people have all these different memories of, mm-hmm. of her, she'll never die, basically. right. And um, I just want to say, she was extremely talented. And one of my favorite um, Cicely Tyson movies of all time is the story of, of Jane Pittman. And I used to watch this movie with my brother growing up so many different times. And my mom said, she was like, when we was younger, she got tired of us playing it because we played it so much. So that was one of the few movies that that she was in that was my favorite. Do you have a favorite Cicely Tyson movie? Um,
1: <laughs> so, I'm going to be honest with you. So, okay. I have a few because I, I really, mm-hmm. what I like about Cicely is, and not even just her alone, but I feel like a really good actor or actress, like a lot of their career can be summed up in like one moment or one line or one character. Mm-hmm. And this probably is not the best <laughs> representation, but the first thing that comes to mind is that scene in, if I'm not mistaken, it was a Medea movie. And if I'm I don't not mistaken, what you're talking about. see, you, do you see, like I said Madea, and you automatically know what I'm talking about? I feel like it's, yes, I already. It's the same Medea movie that plays on BT every like Never you can like every even if you don't like Medea you have seen this movie, Medea's mm-hmm. family reunion mm-hmm. when she it, when Cicely Tyson was, was at whatever barbecue whatever she mm-hmm. was at and she was like, oh yeah like she was upset
0: because because the little girls mm-hmm. and whoever was you on know they was they land. was at the party on this here land and she was like. Y'all sitting here shaking and gyrating, Shakin gyratin in this land. <laughs>
1: Listen,
0: <laughs> like, look, like, I don't even,
1: I don't even remember the like the and the rest of the scene, but, you just but remember. I remember, like, I remember feeling like, mm-hmm. dang, like she's really shaking up by them shaking and gyrating, mm-hmm. like she really feels something, like, and I, any good actor or actress. Can make you feel whatever that character is feeling in that scene. Mm-hmm. I'm an actor, not. I don't have no accolades, so y'all don't be don't don't look at my IMDb because I don't got it. <laughs> I don't got it not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Look it up in a couple of years. But you know, as an actor, mm-hmm. as an artist or a creative, like you want people to feel what you feel when you're creating whatever your art is, whether you're a singer, writer, auto photographer, you draw, you paint, whatever kind of art you do, graphic mm-hmm. design, whatever kind of art it is that, that mm-hmm. you do. When you're creating your art, whatever it is, you want people to feel what you feel when you're creating it. Mm-hmm. And I felt that. Like when she was, I was yeah. like, dang, like they sitting here gyring on this land. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that. Mm-hmm. Like for her, I was like, dang, like y'all stop. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, real yeah, it moment. was a real, you know, that and, and that's moment. just one scene mm-hmm. from one movie, you know, mm-hmm. like her catalog. If y'all really look like look at her IMDb, if y'all really look at her, like it's an extensive catalog. She really did. She did that. She did everything. Yeah, so she look did it everything. Up. Like
0: she did everything. And it's like, I think. At ninety six, I think her career, if I'm not mistaken, her career spanned over eight decades, so eighty years. She was in the business and you know yeah, she mean? was she wasn't rewarded as much as she should have been or was supposed to be. No I just be. ever is. And <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But you know, she still was was greatly appreciated yeah. amongst us. Yeah. She was, and she will, she will be not be. Not to interrupt, not mm-hmm. to interrupt you,
1: but mm-hmm. Go ahead. one of my favorite songs is actually by um, a group called uh, the band Perry, mm-hmm. and the name of the song is "If I Die Young,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my favorite line is, "I'm not a singer, y'all," <laughs> but it goes. Uh, dun- 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 Penny from my thoughts, oh no, I'll sell them for a dollar. There was so much more after I'm a gunner. And maybe then you'll hear the words I've been singing. Funny when you're dead, how people start listening. And mm-hmm. like that, I mean, obviously I sing or do it. But like mm-hmm. that line in itself, like from the very moment that I heard it up until now. And yeah. f- it for, forever will like stick with me. Like, like. Penny for your penny for my thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. you'll pay me a penny for my thoughts. Oh no, I'll sell them for a dollar. They're worth so much more when I'm a garner. So, when I'm dead and gone, in this case, says the uh, says Tyson, people are gonna go now and they're gonna look up. All of the mm-hmm. interviews she had, mm-hmm. all of the you know, mm-hmm. all of the valuable qu- uh, the quotes that she said yep. while she was alive, nobody was checking. I mean, not nobody, but very alive. you know,
0: I know few you people
1: were really checking for her and giving her her flowers that she really yes. deserved, yes. and yes. really going back and seeing like this is what she said. Like this is so to- now that she's gone. Mm-hmm in this lifetime and in, in yes, this world on this people later. are gonna honestly, diary. <laughs> people are gonna go now mm-hmm. and they're gonna go back and they're yep. gonna see what she said in 1990, mm-hmm. 44 mm-hmm. I don't know if she was alive I'm just assuming 1995 right. 90, they're gonna go now and see what she said and they're gonna see the value in mm-hmm. what she's been saying from then from to now Right, I don't like, know why
0: people do that, but that's exactly what's going. It's happen. just
1: you know what you know supply and demand, uh-huh. supply and demand, yeah, which literally dictates how economics works. Like, the economics of this entire world is driven by supply and demand. So the mere fact that you dead, that you're gone, there is no more supply. You are gone. Uh-huh. So now the demand increases. So now they want to know what was she thinking. Right. What was she saying again?
0: Right. 20, 30, 40 years ago. And they could have had the opportunity. What was she saying in that like interview me. when
1: she was with that black man that nobody was really listening to in that year when mm-hmm. whatever happened? Mhm. Yep. Yep. So now they want to know what you were saying 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago. Yep. Now they want to watch your movies and listen to the lines you were saying and really yep. catch the grasp of Wow, that was really profound. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you think it was profound in nineteen ninety four when it came out? Mm-hmm. You now it's profound because I'm dead and gone, and now I can't say it no more. Right. And you get what I'm like trying I to see,
0: say, like, I get, I, and that makes total that makes total so, sense because it's always like that. So you know, with that being said, I just really want to, um, I want to really thank Cicely for a lot of the a lot of the motion pictures that she was in because. She was a part of my childhood, and being that I'm I'm 26 now, it's like a lot of the great movies that I remember growing up she was in, and we just we just talked about two, But like I said, she had an 80 career. I mean, an 80 a 80 year career. So I mean, she was one of the great. She she was a true gem, and you know she'll forever be missed. But she she lived her life, and if there's something else you want to say on Cicely before we move on,
1: Cicely, thank you for everything that you did. Mm -hmm. Thank you for everything that you did not receive credit for. Because trust me, there's a lot of things that we don't know either that she went through. and You know, a lot of things. uh, Black actors especially, like, they go through, especially back in the day. Yeah. But now it's a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, they really went through it. They really went through the ringer. They went through a lot to get a lot of these movies out there to get a lot of even some of the lines that mm-hmm. their characters say like yeah as consumers and I can say this because you know I I'm, I'm on both sides of the coin right mm-hmm. When people watch movies, they just be like, oh, that was a nice movie. That was a nice blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 Let's go watch another movie and mm-hmm. not pay for the tickets. We're not going to talk about that, but anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they go to the movies, they watch a movie, and then they, you know, go watch another one. They're like, ah, da da da, whatever. This is great. This is, you know, this sucks, blah, 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 A lot, like, unless you're an actor or in that industry or, or know what it what it is to really produce a film. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really know what goes into creating a film. Yeah. These actors, sometimes they have to really fight yeah. to, like, get these scenes and get these characters in these films. Like, yeah. y'all don't be seeing when they're talking to producers and they're like, look, if you want me in this movie, this needs to be in it. Or mm-hmm. if you want that character, like, and it's, not, and it's not always black actors. Sometimes it's the white ones, too. We're not going to talk about that, but... Some sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. it's the white ones too who really mm-hmm. be fighting with some of the black actors like yo like we we need this representation yeah. yeah we need these 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 different characters and these different these story arcs we need this in the film we need this in the TV show we need this in da 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 and they have to fight tooth and nail to get it actually like on air or or mm-hmm. or, or put in these actual yeah. films.
0: And- yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. so crazy that you said that because I'm thinking about it now, when when, her, like before, I mean, because everybody knew that she had a um a memoir coming out, but it's like before I didn't, but you know, released. I'm watching news. <laughs> yeah, but before it was officially released, it was it was it was some parts of it that were being you know how leaked, like like leaked and stuff like that. So they'll have. Damn, I'm really out of the loop. <laughs> yeah, so you know, there were there were stories that was coming out saying good, that, I like when stories come out. She that Miss Tyson like fought for different roles and yeah, that's she exactly the for it the happens. envelope to be pushed. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it's crazy that you say that because it's a whole full circle moment, it's and and, circle. and she did go through a lot as an um, actress and as a person. Mm. But I'm just gonna get the book and I'm gonna um read it for myself. And see what it gives. Um, you know, like I said, may she rest in peace. Thank you for your contribution. Your her, her. Thank you for her contributions to the 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 film and the TV world and industry. And she will never ever ever be forgotten. And that's that's all that we have to say on that. Let's move right along. All right. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So, bringing it back to things, as I said earlier, me and Troy here, we're going to share. Short
1: <laughs> Got Troy, Troy, Angles. Troy Angles, excuse me, Troy, whatever,
0: cool, Troy cool. Angles, it's we Troy, are going to, um, you know, share a few things about some different unsung heroes in African American history that you should know, <laughs> but I'm sure you don't. So, Troy's going to start it off. Who you got over there, Troy? Okay,
1: so you may or may not know this because, you know, it may be me who be googling random stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Eartha Kitt. You, I'm sure you've probably heard the name. Mm-hmm. She was actually well known for uh, being the voice of Yzma in, uh, if you guys have seen, uh, what is it, New... The New Emperor's <laughs> Groove? Yeah, the New Emperor's Groove. Or the new something... Whatever, when she was like, pull the lever, Kronk. So she was in that movie or in that in that show, New Emperors, mm-hmm. Cronk New Emperors. The new, Emperor, new 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 emperors, emperor's groove. new groove. Wow. Yes, where she was the voice of Isma, mm-hmm. and she was like pull the lever, Kronk. So, and she was also in in holes. She was in holes. I did and not see that movie. that movie, but I know Shia LaBeouf was in. But yeah, she was is. in That's that the movie. one who told
0: mm-hmm. um them to take them up for. Eternity, or Eter- yeah, whatever. So,
1: um, so you guys may or may not have known her from that. Uh, she was actually mostly known for being the first black uh, cat woman. Mm-hmm. This was in 1967, which was a huge moment for women, especially black women, because you know they were like not allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. women specifically and then black women uh, ex- uh especially were like not allowed to do anything mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sorry that's a opposite it was not funny but she uh a lot of people don't know this but she was actually the original singer of um santa baby that is one of my favorite christmas songs yes i like i love yes i love um
0: Eartha's version, and
1: then, not 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 her version. The not not even just oh, uh, Eartha's version. That is the original oh, okay. version. Excuse me, I yes. love Eartha's song. She she was like, "Santa baby, uh-huh. something, 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 say under something." How are you gonna sing the song but don't know the lyrics? Because that's where you come in. Go ahead and fill in um, the lyrics. An good girl. <laughs> she <laughs> says something like, you know, behavior, be the, the best. Yes. Yeah, Basically, said I it. love that song. Hurry so. down the chimney tonight. So she said whatever she needed to say mm-hmm. to get Santa to give her what she needed. Period. So she Period. was the... She was originator of that entire song so and anytime you girl. hear anybody sing that song
0: and she's an original city girl she you know what if she can say what she can say to get a man or get her what she
1: I will <laughs> <laughs> not mm-hmm. I don't know what city she was from mm-hmm. precisely I know she was born in South Carolina I don't know what city she's a
0: city she, girl and what she probably
1: be? told Santa like rear let give about a nigga big and bag. and you know. Okay, I don't know what so, she told. Us. She probably She told Santa diamonds. what she needed to tell him to get what she needed to get. So Point blank, she's period. she's the original city girl. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you had something to say about uh they uh, Chuck
0: uh, Chuck, who's I guess a city yeah, boy. He, I don't know. He ain't no damn city boy. Chuck Berry is known. Since so you talk about music, Chuck Berry is known as one of the most influ- most influential rock and roll performers in music history and he's known for um, two songs, I've never heard either one but I think I know Maybelline M-H. I M-H. think I know Maybelline but like I said I'm not really a rock fan mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. kind of girl so um, like I said he is considered by many as the father but I thought that was a little richer but maybe The little father rich- of what? The father of rock and roll Oh lord um, he had- <laughs> You know, he had his um, early exposure to music. Oh, Chuck Berry. Yeah, Chuck Berry. He did a
1: lot. He did a lot of you know work in country in the country field, definitely.
0: Yeah, I think I I really think so because his name rings a bell, and I know Medea had cracked a joke about oh Chuck Berry. So this is my first time actually really getting into him, but. Like I said, he had his first hit song in 1972 called My Dandelion, which I want to look up. Okay, I'm... With his clever lyrics and distinctive sounds, Barry became one of the most um, influential figures in the history of rock music. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to have to look that up. Yeah, you're going to look that uh, up. <laughs> he, he, was in, he went to jail so many different times. He was black. Um, so. He dropped out of school and set mm. off on an impromptu road trip to California. Just like everybody else. <laughs> it, listen, um, the three young, wow, oh wow, they decided to go on a robin spree. In Kansas City. Okay. In we're Kansas
1: not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that little robin street. But what we will talk about... is the fact that Eartha Kitt... And and it's not just her. And Chuck Berry. Okay. We're, whoever going, else.
0: Back to, we're going back to <laughs> Eartha. <laughs>
1: we're going back to both of them. They did a lot of work for the impoverished. They did a lot of work... Mm-hmm. For the impoverished youth. And a lot of you know young black people that were like in the country... Eartha actually got invited to a luncheon at the White House. Now, granted, she was one out of um, only seven people. um, Excuse me. Out of seven black women Mm -hmm. that were invited to this luncheon. At the time, the first lady was... uh, Bird Johnson, First Lady Bird Johnson. That's Excuse the one me. who took over for Franklin.
0: I mean, we're not going we to talk about long, long about her, but no, yes, no, no, no. That's her the, her husband is the one who took over for John F. Kennedy after he. Was yep, there. yep, yep, and
1: Arthur was invited to the luncheon, and you know she was upset. Arthur was mad. She was pissed off. She was like, "Yo, what's going on?" Because there were a whole bunch of white women mm-hmm. coming up on stage. Saying, you know, we're so excited about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the gardens we've started in X community. And, you know, we've done X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. And Eartha was like, nah. She was like, F, mm-hmm. F all that. Mm-hmm. So Arthur went up on stage and literally said, she was like, yo. I mean, she didn't say yo. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, hey. She's like. I have been in the gutters. She said, I have, I, I grew up in the gutters. Mm-hmm. She said, um, mind you, this is at the white house, like white women, you know, this was back in the sixties, white women, black men, uh, excuse me, white women, white, white men, all mm-hmm. of the people who are in like, you know, of, of status or whatever, they're listening to her at this luncheon. And she was upset because she's listening to all of these white women talking about planting gardens and all this, you know, XYZ. And she's like, yo, she's like, look, I grew up in the ghetto. Like, I know what I'm talking about. She was like, look, this Vietnam war that you're sitting here perpetrating, you guys send the best of the best of this country and they know that they're going to be sent off, so they're going to be sent away from their 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 mothers, their 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 families. They know they're going that they're going to be sent off from the people that they care about. Mm-hmm. Like, they're depressed because they know they're going to be snatched up. Like, she said, "I've she li- li- literally said, and I quote, 'I I've lived in the gutters. I know what I'm talking about.' She's seen what nobody has seen. Exactly. So. That was the end of her career. Like she got blackballed basically. Blackballed. She was blackballed. Nobody wanted to book her for anything. Mm-hmm. She had to tour like Europe and she was, you know, doing different shows mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. Eventually she got invited to like uh Broadway and she was in, you know, uh, nominated for this Tony and and for this Grammy. But in the 60s, right? Yeah, in the 60s. People were like, nah, we're not sitting here, we're not about to vote for... Granted, she was like the first black catwoman in 67. So, mm-hmm. uh, literally, a year later, people were like, nah, we're not booking her for anything. Yeah. Now, there's a singer by the name of Mahalia who, who used a sample of her interview where she was talking about, you know, um, compromising for love, and she's like, no, I'm not going to compromise. Like, I know what I want. I know I love myself, and I want somebody to share this with and mm-hmm. that's actually one of my favorite interviews ever. She's one of the strongest, uh, most emotive celebrities I know and I love her for it and I feel like she really stood her ground and was mm-hmm. like, Look, I'm not gonna sit here and settle for whatever people wanna give me. Right. I know what I have to offer, I know what I, I know that I love myself and I'm gonna be with somebody who knows that I love myself, and mm-hmm. they want to share that with me. And they want to change. And world. that is related with everybody. That's what they should do.
0: Yeah, and and you know that's beautiful. I always loved uh, what I loved about Earth is the fact that she was so herself, like, like no you know, matter what, no like, matter what, like, like, like even her playing that cartoon character, and then you know her in Boomerang. That was probably she was my, Boomerang? She was Damn. in Boomerang. Dang, I, see,
1: I didn't even know that. Yeah, she was.
0: She Was, a, was that Boomerang? Yeah, I, it was Boomerang. I don't have cable, so whatever, I don't know. Whatever. It's a movie. It was a movie, was a movie. Was in the 90s with Eddie Murphy. Oh, Boomerang.
1: She was in that? Yes. Oh, I, I know you knew that. I did not. Listen, I just got BED. <laughs> that's
0: so silly, but that is a, that's a that's. question. I just got classic. cable. You ain't, like, if you ain't watching that. But you need to look it up. So, yeah, um, since you went back to Earth, I'm gonna go back to Barry and, and say that, you know, he still remains one of the genre's most influential musicians. In 1985, he received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. A year later, he became the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's first inductee, wow. And perhaps the best measure of Barry's influence is the extent to which popular artists have copied his work. The Beach Boys, the Rolling Stones, the Beatles have all covered various Chuck Berry songs. Wow. And both um and both subtle and profound pervade all of their music. So he's a he's a fucking legend. So Earth is a legend. In her own right, Chuck is a legend in his own right. And um moving forward,
1: well, okay, okay. Who else? Since you about to say something about musical legends, mm-hmm. uh, Big Mama Thornton. A lot of people don't know her. You probably know the song uh, by Elvis. What's his name? Uh, how I does know. it go? It's something like you ain't nothing, nothing bad it. at hound. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So see, mm-hmm. you know it. So I, know I don't know the song. I just know that's something. You. I know it because I. <laughs> I only know it because I've seen. Uh, What's this called? Uh, Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. one of my one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. uh, and you know one of the main characters, which you may or may not have seen, is a white man, Tom Hanks, I don't and he, Forrest Gump. Uh, most people have seen a Forrest Gump, not everybody. Okay, but they've they've seen the movie, and it's a it's a very relatable character. It mm-hmm. he is a very relatable character. You've been through something. He's been through it with you, mm-hmm. so it's 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 relatable. But you know, one of one of the scenes in Forrest Gump is Elvis on his TV, where his his mom is watching and like, you're not nothing but blah, blah, blah. sold. People don't know that in 1950, whatever year mm-hmm. <laughs> this was in the fifties. Big Mama Thornton, who was a black artist, mm-hmm. she was the first artist to record the song. Now, it was written by a team of some people who were not brown. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's cool. They, you know, they be writing. They write. But she was the first artist to record it. Mm-hmm. It became a hit obviously when, you know, the man who's not brown recorded it and Rose. released it or whatever. But it became a larger hit when she, you know, uh be, became known as a booking artist. Mm-hmm. The problem is that she was not compensated of course properly for this song. Of course. So uh one of the artists you guys may or may not have known, her name is Janice Joplin. Uh-huh. she's a huge um artist in the R and B community mm-hmm. and she recorded a song called um Ball and Chain, which was written by um the same artist, Big Mama Thorin. Again, not properly compensated for the song, but Janice actually, you know, she's a huge fan of the blues. Mm-hmm. She actually had um, Miss uh, Big Mama Thorin open for her, for uh, one of her performances, which, you know, got uh, a lot of recognition for her. So that's great. You know, people know who you are, but uh, it's better to know that people are paying you for your, <laughs> for her art. But, you know, she, she was she was not in her lifetime. She was not known for her art. But I just want to pause for a moment because she was one of the people who helped write the original version of um, Hound Dog. Oh, okay. You know, uh, the white brothers who wrote it, they wrote most of it. She helped write it. And she helped bring it to Premonition. So. Let's check her out. Speaking of Premonition... Mm-hmm. Irene Morgan Kelly I'm sorry, Irene Morgan Kirkland was uh one of the first black women who was actually denied emphasis on denied mm-hmm. her access to her seat on the bus. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know Rosa Parks and they pay her tribute. So, okay, go ahead. Man. No 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 go ahead. What you know about Rosa Parks? She's the one who said no. She's the one who said no, yes, yes. So, people know her for her saying, like, nah, I'm not finna sit here and give my seat up to nobody, period. Like, nah. But, what a lot of people don't know, is 11 years prior, a black woman by the name of Irene Morgan Kirkland actually did the exact same thing. So, at the time, this was in 1944... She was on a bus in uh, Virginia. She was on the way to, to Baltimore. 27-year-old mm-hmm. woman. She's a mother of two, and she's on the way to a... Uh, a uh, uh, what's... what you call it? A doctor. She's on the way to a doctor for whatever reason. And she's like, look, she's on the Greyhound. I don't know how long Greyhound has been around, but they've been around clearly for this amount of time. Grand was like, look, um, you on the way to Baltimore, you going to see a doctor? hmm You know, uh, this is a white couple, so you better get your ass up. And she was like, nah. So, she literally said, like, no, <laughs> I'm not giving my seat up to you guys. So, she did the Rosa. Basically, she did the Rosa. She did the like, Rosa, like, 11 years of, prior. She was like, she prior. did the Rosa, like, nah, I'm not going to sit here and give you all my seat. Y'all can sit in the back. Y'all can do whatever y'all need to do, but Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting in the back, period, Mm -hmm. just like you said. They stopped the bus. Mm -hmm. They called the sheriff, whoever the local sheriff was. They tried to arrest her, and she was like, nah. So So she she actually, she fought the arresting sheriff, like, nah, y'all not finna arrest me. And uh, whoever the uh, deputy was, they actually arrested her. They they put out a warrant for her arrest. hmm She kicked the sheriff. And whoever the deputy was, they actually, like, literally fought her. And she fought into an actual arrest. Like, she was mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm arrested, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Right. She got arrested for... Um, <laughs> She got arrested for resisting arrest, mm-hmm. and she got arrested for violating the segregation law, which mm-hmm. was at the time in Virginia. And then she actually took the court to, uh, excuse me, she took the case to Supreme Court, mm-hmm. got it repealed, like they ruled in her favor, mm-hmm. and she was like, yeah, nah, nah, we're not doing the segregation thing mm-hmm. in Virginia no more. Mm-hmm. So that reversed
0: segregation law in Virginia. That's good. And that's crazy because, I mean, why wasn't she, like, postered like Rosa? I remember this was, like,
1: 11 years prior. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and talk about color, but uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like Miss, uh, whatever her name was, Carla, don't remember her name is probably a lighter shade than the parks mm-hmm. and maybe uh, Rosa or maybe or I should say maybe not as dark of a shade mm-hmm. as Rosa mm-hmm. and Rosa is maybe a much easier or peculiar you know phase or figure to talk about in the media to raise mm-hmm. in the media at that time because okay. remember again you know people were sitting here like ooh, black people are starting to get excited about themselves X, Y, Z. Like, Marilyn Monroe was really like in the beginning stages of really coming into her own which, Mm -hmm. let's be real, like I'm not going to say her and pretend Marilyn Monroe felt the confidence Mm -hmm. because she felt the confidence of her black counterparts. She did not feel the confidence to really be herself until she saw that the black her woman. black and brown mm-hmm. counterparts were in court talking yeah. about how the fact that they deserve to be mm-hmm. on these screens and do whatever the fuck they need to do. Mm-hmm. Like she was not sitting here like just playing around like oh I'm just this you know white whatever. Mm-hmm. Like no, she sat down and right, she right. saw these black men and women realizing their greatness. She wanted to be a part of that, and I don't blame her for that. And to be honest, I applaud her for that.
0: That's Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. The fact
1: that she saw her worth and where it resided among Mm -hmm. other black and white women, people coming up, that's great. That's cute. That's that's great for her. Mm -hmm. But I hope she realized that she was one out of many, out of a plethora of put of people of right black men and women
0: recognizing their strength. Mhm. And it's their so free, worth. It's 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 so crazy that that you said, you know, black people um recognizing their strength and their worth because mm-hmm. that brings me to 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 the to the to the guy I'm gonna talk about which everybody should know but mm-hmm. I'm sure they don't. Because I didn't find out about him until um, I was in college. SMH. And okay. his name is either... It's either Nat or Nate Turner. Ooh, it's Nate. Baby. It's Nate. It's Nate. Ooh. Okay, so Nate, he is actually known as one of the only... Um, one of the first. One of the first uh, enslaved... Slaves, American slaves who who led the only effective slave rebellion in August of eighteen thirty eight. Now, a lot of people want us to believe that, you know, that our ancestors just took the the harsh treatment, but what I but what I like about Nate is the fact that he fought back. Now, I'm sure there were more, but you know, this isn't something that they want us to to know, so basically what he did was it took him two days to go through the town and the surrounding areas to kill you know different slave owners and and masters and he gathered up a team of slaves and they went through, they went through the um through the town causing havoc havoc and raising hell. Um, the only thing about it is instead of him going farther north he went deeper in the south so he was able to rebel he was able to to, um you know do what he can do and um you know eventually after six weeks of hiding he was captured they tried him and of course they hung him and you know I really feel like his death was not in vain because he set out to make a statement and that's exactly what he did um I do believe that there were more dif- there were more rebellions that took place um there's somebody else on my list that I I, I really want to talk about what, which I really didn't know this until I did my research and it was a guy named Robert Smalls who seized the Confederate ship and sailed it into freedom um he risked his life to liberate his family and became a legend in the process like um uh these are stories that we don't know about. So in a nutshell, this guy named Robert Smalls, he he basically was he was scared that his family would be sold to different um buyers and that they would be separated and that they'll never see each other again. So he took control of a ship and he said he sold their ass, excuse me, he's he sailed their ass right into um freedom. And you know, he doesn't have a movie which I think doing more digging I feel like somebody in history or in the future should make a movie about this because I'm tired of hearing and seeing movies about the slat, the sad slave stories. Not the ones that made it through or not the ones who who um who who fought back. So uh these are just a few people we we wanted to talk about. Um I I, I talked about uh Nat, Nate Turner, um, Chuck Berry, um, Troy Angles, um, and I just gave y'all a brief synopsis on, um, Robert Smalls, um, Troy Angles talked about Big Mama Thornton, and, um, he talked about a Kid. and, yeah, those are just a few people for this month. Um, I do encourage y'all to not only celebrate Black History Month, and, February, but celebrate year round because you can always learn something that you didn't know previously. So, with that being said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank my boy Troy Angles for having the 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 time to come on and join me.
1: Of course,
0: um, I love y'all so much for listening. Make sure y'all tune in to the other episodes of season two of Ram Commentary, and I will. Well no, y'all will hear me on the flip side Alright, until then loving like Triangles. Okay. <laughs> what's up, what's up <laughs> Lord, but on oh some real shit I wanna thank each and every one of you For tuning in with me And this week's Ram Comments
1: Beat. I keep it real, I'm a cheek, you know me, I'm from the B Spell it out in my way, though it up already Spell it out in my way, though it up already Spell it out in my way, though it up already I love y'all so
0: much for listening
1: I know it's been a long time coming But it's only up from here yeah.